I met an author who was in the thick of churn. Friends, she wasn't churning butter. (laughs) She was cranking out content like a machine, but she was tired and I was tired for her when I was just hearing all the movement that she was doing, but not getting any traction. Through a series of why questions, I got to the root of why she was doing all of it in the first place. And it was because she thought she was supposed to. It was that simple. Maybe you think you were supposed to too. And secret, you may be, but content without purpose is pointless. And content that drains you will leave you with little room to water others. Today, I want to share with you the smarter, not harder content strategy way. I'm excited to walk you through how to create a content strategy that will check off the needs of your author or authorpreneur efforts, but not leave you with little left on the other side. Ready for this? Let's dive in. Hey, I'm Stephanie Fegger and Empower is my middle name. Well, not really, but it should be. I believe that empowered people empower people, and I'm obsessed with empowering you, the nonfiction author, with impactful marketing strategies and tactics to help you take your important message and share it with those who desperately need it, want it, and will buy it. I'm the owner and chief strategist of the Empower PR Group and the author of three books myself, including my newest book, Make Your Author Impact. Sell more books, increase your reach, and achieve your why. I've been called to merge my love for reading books, writing books, and marketing books to help nonfiction authors with laser focused strategies and tactics to write books that sell, promote books to those who need and want them most, and build meaningful businesses from empowering messages. Think of this podcast as your one stop shop for marketing insights from an author who has been there, done that, and understands exactly where you are. Because guess what? I do. So get your pins ready because I'm ready to empower you. This is the Empowered Author Podcast. We are authors. We know the power of words. We are superb storytellers. We are content writing machines. Crafting content, we got that. We can do that. Being methodical with our efforts? Yeah, maybe not. (laughs) Smarter, not harder, maybe one of my business mantras. And when it comes to content, I really want it to be yours as well. There is a way to leverage your thought leadership to draw the right people to you. And today I want to walk you through the steps on how to make that happen. Years ago, I went to a National Speakers Association influence conference, and there was a keynote speaker on the stage talking about his content approach. Nowadays, it doesn't look quite as innovative as it did back then, but I remember sitting there in awe, realizing I was trying to make things harder than they needed to be, and they don't have to, and I suspect you might be doing the same. So today, I want to walk you through the steps on creating a content strategy that will work for you, your book, and your entrepreneur business. Step one, start with the end in mind. Okay. If you've been listening to the podcast, you already know this, but if you haven't, I'm going to just come clean and share with you all. I am the gal who reads the last page of a book first. I know it is like sacrilegious or something in our world. <laughs> it It's problematic in reading, but when you are having the end in mind before writing content, it isn't. 
In fact, I want you to know what you want the content to do for you before you ever put pen to paper or fingers to the keyboard. Here's a couple of questions I want you to consider. What do you hope to achieve with your content? Are you wanting more readers, more books sold? Are you looking for your content to draw more clients or to engage the current ones you have? Do you need content to seal the deal or to draw people to your offerings? Do you want to increase your email list or leverage content in business workflows? Are you wanting to secure more speaking engagements? Are you interested in using content for future books? Loads of questions. And everybody, every author, every authorpreneur is different. So knowing your goals for your content, friends, they are going to offer insights into not only what you will be writing about, but how you will be distributing it. We'll get to that part in a minute. But for now, I want you to consider how the content will help you achieve your book and your authorpreneur business goals. Step two, who are the ones that are asking? We have spent a great deal on this podcast talking about the they ask you answer approach of Marcus Sheridan's amazing book. But don't forget that before the questions and answers is a person who is doing the asking, who is your target audience? And what do you know about them? What's their demographics and sociographics? Where do they live? What are their worries? What keeps them up at night? And what solutions are they desperately seeking? Who do they look to for help and why? How do they consume information? That's a good one. Where do they go for trusted information? An even better one. Your target audience may likely and probably isn't you. So do your research, get into their minds, pull out your list of questions that they are asking that we have been formulating throughout this season. And if you are still debating on the details about them, ask your target readers directly. Y'all, they would love to be seen and heard. Step three, assess what you have first. Okay, we are lucky because author friends, you have a massive book of intellectual property. You've already written a lot of content. Use it. Before creating any new content, I want you to take a deep dive into your manuscript and identify what you could riff from or pull out and repurpose. Because I suspect that you have many elements of your book that could inspire unique tangents of additional goodness that not only will make your life easier, but also can help you actively promote your book. After you do that, then I want you to take a look at your blogs, podcasts you have guested on or the host of, videos you have done, and any other places that you have provided content. And I want you to consider what content do you have out there that you could build from or repurpose as well. Here are some ideas on on how to do just that. If you host a podcast, you could be pulling content from it regularly for blogs and even new books. You could run your audio through a transcription service to give you a leg up. Listen, friends, we're always looking for a quick win, right? If you have a plethora of blogs, why not use them as a starting point for some video content? So pull out some of your favorites or those that are favorites of your target reader and use those themes for live streams or YouTube videos. If you were interviewed for a TV guest appearance, congrats, by the way, review that three to four minute spot and pull out the nuggets from it. 
you're thinking on your feet during that time. So you might have a different twist to your message. It might give you some fresh way to look at things. You see, content doesn't have to be new every time. It can be built upon like Lego blocks, you know, the ones that I step on for my kids. (laughs) Look at what you can adapt. Identify if you have any holes or gaps in your content that you can fill and determine where you can improve at sharing your message. Step four, it's time to build the plan. So you know your goals, you know your audience, you know what you have and you know what you don't. It's time for the content strategy. The previous episodes talk about the what of your content. So we're not talking about the what now, we're talking about the how. You will want to consider the following. What are your content topics? What will be your content cadence? What is your timing and time capacity? What type of content? And what is your content calendar? So I'd like to start with the buckets of content first. And I like to start there on identify what I want to write for the month. In December, I did this for the whole year, actually, by looking at what was happening in my business and my author world. What was coming out with my new books? What were my current books doing? And how could I continue to put energy into that? What were my business needs? I have an event on the horizon, so my content should align with event promotion. I have an audiobook coming out, so maybe I should incorporate an audiobook content element. I'm speaking for a conference, so I have content leading up to it to make it work for that too. Consider the content topics you need to write about and bucket them out. I find doing this uh, in a month-to-month timeframe really works because it gives you flexibility to be nimble and adaptable. Once you do that, then you need to ask yourself, what is the sequence or cadence of my content flow? You know, if you were going to take a look at some examples, podcast seasons offer insights here. For instance, it wouldn't make sense for me to talk about today's topic first. You really need a time to reflect on the they ask you answer parts before we got into the how. There may be a sequence to your content flow, so I want you to figure it out and plan for it. Next up is timing. This is twofold. How much time do you have to dedicate to content creation and how often Are you going to share it daily, weekly, monthly? As long as you are consistent, to me, that's really what matters. And knowing your time capacity will dictate that too. I like a weekly or biweekly cadence of core content for authors. I just think it's a really nice pulse. For instance, you know, my podcast is weekly. My live streams are weekly and it keeps me accountable to my content in a timely and relevant fashion. But listen, if biweekly or monthly, even quarterly is more realistic for you, do that because the secret sauce to successful author marketing is consistency. And I just want you to show up. Now here's the smarter, not harder approach layer. What type of content will you start with? I want you to identify your favorite way of sharing content and your audience's way of receiving it and start there. And then you can build content from that core piece of content. Let me give you an example because that might feel like a tongue twister. Let's say a video is something that doesn't scare you. You very much enjoy video content. Well, maybe that should be the starting place for you. Maybe that's how your target audience and readers absorb information. So uh, do live streams, LinkedIn lives, you know, YouTube videos as solutions for your thought leadership. 
And once you do that, here's the smarter, not harder. Pull from it. Run it through a transcription service and pull out some key bits that you could do blogs on that you could do smaller videos upon that you could write or social media posts and memes on, etc. So once that video is created, you can really extrapolate a lot from it. Okay, let's say you much prefer writing. So maybe you start with blogs as the cornerstone of your content. Well, great. Select a topic each month and write a blog about it. And after you do, you can pull social media content from it, schedule it and link back. You can do video from that once a month and link back. What if you like the audio form of content? Well, you might want to host a podcast. That's another great option for content creation. If that is the cornerstone of your content, here's some ways that you can take advantage of it. You know, recording podcasts, many people use different tools and I use a tool called riverside.fm. Well, you can record video and audio at the same time if you'd like. So you could do that, export the audio for your podcast and use the video for video snippets to promote it. Or you can pull social posts from the audio incorporated into a blog. See what I'm saying? You don't need to create brand new content everywhere. Use what you have and suck all the goodness out of it. And there isn't a right or wrong way here, just a smarter, not harder way. That way is also the way things will get done. So you need to plan it out, put it on the calendar and schedule for it. Look at your calendar and block off time to make it happen. Because if you don't do it, it won't happen. Step five, get that content created. Don't be the person who creates the plan and puts it on the shelf. Stephanie does not like physical dust or digital dust. So do it. Take action. Write your content. Record that podcast. Test out that live stream. Just do it. Here's a few notes, though, I do want to share. If this is new to you, content in general, it could be overwhelming. And it can only be overwhelming if you let it. So start slow and don't stop. I promise you will get better at content creation. The more you do it, you will get more comfortable. You will start to identify ways that you can work smarter. Your voice, the written voice will get stronger in it too. People will engage with it more. And before you know it, you will be old hat at all of this. Remember your content too is even though you're writing it, not for you, it's for somebody else. So write the, they ask you answer content that is engaging problem solution focused and filled with you in it, but also as a tool for your target reader to see you as a solution. When you write good content, people will find you, I promise. Step six, share it. I was recently chatting with an author who released a podcast, but never told anybody. Never told anyone. If you build it, my friends, they won't come if they don't know about it. Tell them. (laughs) Part of your content strategy needs to include distribution. So here are some distribution considerations. If you have an email list, consider how you can share it through there. I send out an email every new podcast season when it releases. That's a way I let people know, hey, there's a new theme for the podcasts. I incorporate my blogs into my monthly newsletters. See, so just some ideas to help you distribute via email. 
Also, pull out some one-liners from your blogs or create memes and pithy social posts from it. You can get a lot of traction out of one blog. Many of the authors that we help over here in core content creation create one piece of content a month, and we are able to get loads of goodness from it throughout the month when we're posting it on social. If you are doing live streams, speaking engagements, etc., use social or content promotion and distribution as a way to pull people to your content and engage with you. For instance, use social to draw people in before the content is even created. Remember, if they don't know, they won't go. <laughs> you have come this far in the writing of your content. Now it's time for you to share it. So don't skip it. Step seven, and it's our last one, reflect and recalibrate. You had the end in mind in the beginning. So how will you get there if you're not reflecting and adjusting along the way and know if you even got there? Content success metrics are really hard to come by, but I want you to look at your overarching business and book metrics and see how your efforts are supporting them. I actually don't believe and like to use social media engagement as a tool for metrics. So instead, consider some of the following. Track how many books you're selling, how many people are joining your email list, and how many people are downloading your podcast. Review how you could use your current content for other offerings and other things. Can you pull it out for a blog to book, for instance? Could it make a little online course over there? I don't know, maybe. Are you noticing an uptick in your business growth? It could be because people are deepening their trust with you and content does that. I want you to have realistic metrics and viewpoints. So just be aware of what you're hopeful to do. And you can start to, if you're tracking, see how content is aligning. And adjustments can and will need to happen. So embrace them. Build in time for that too. Content is there to help you get where you want to go by inviting the right people in and along for the ride. The smarter, not harder way is methodical in how you create and use your content, and it's purposeful in ensuring the content itself meets the needs of those looking for what you have to offer. That's it. Mic drop. Y'all have got this. But if you feel like you don't and you want some help pulling it all together, just holler. Visit empowerprgroup.com slash connect and schedule a free 15-minute chit-chat where we can discuss and evaluate and come up with some beautiful ideas on your content strategy. Author friend, thanks for listening today and for saying yes to becoming empowered and making an impact. As you know, I'm a believer that empowered people empower people. I've empowered you. Now it's your turn. Go out there and empower others. 